Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Curious Creative Conversations, an interview series with various members of New York's artistic community exploring their point of views on their work and its impact. I'm your host, Grace Lynch. And today in the man-made music studios, we have Susan Blackwell, Radha Agrawal, Mr. Dan Venn, the freelance community of musicians, actors, and artists that make up the backbone of this crazy city. Jared Chodick, Leah Day Fanforn, and Paige Evans. I'll tell you a really kind of corny story. So I get there and I'm like, whoo, I'm chugging along and it's pouring down rain no. and I have to go pee. No. And I'm thinking like, I have to go pee, like this isn't good, this isn't good, this isn't good. I, um pee all over myself no. into my clogs yep in the middle of the street into in New clogs? York I was wearing clogs I'm a clog wearer that's also something you all should know the apartment I live in now is the same apartment my wife and I moved into 12 years ago R- rare like we're like a we're like the unicorn of Brooklyn and when we first moved in from our back window you could see a little sliver of downtown Manhattan you see a little bit of the skyline. So I pee all over my clogs, and I just start booking it to the audition. I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, you could go home now. You don't have an extra pair of pants. Like, how are you going to make this work? The jackasses next to us that bought the building, when they bought the building, they um, decided to put an extra story on it and expand it, to, uh, expand it out the back. Delightful. Delightful. So I'm looking out my back window, and I'm seeing this wall to the right, to the right next to the window creep up from the first floor into the second floor, we're on the third floor. And it's going up and I realize I'm not gonna be able to see the skyline anymore. Like I go into the bathroom, dump my like urine-filled clogs out, clean myself up, <laughs> change into my pants that I just worn that are coffee stained, <laughs> and go into the audition. I actually <laughs> got a call back. Die, vampire, die. And what it meant was when those internal voices or external voices rise up in you that try to stop your creativity or stop you from being free and self-expressed and they can come in many many shapes and forms um to be able to recognize them and dispatch them by saying die vampire die i don't know why i remember that as being like a moment where i was like i gotta be a little more aggressive out here (laughs) it was kind of like the thought i had i think i had it was for some reason there was there was some like I said it's maybe a little sappy story but there was it was oh. some something kind of flipped in my mind where I was like okay fuck this I got to be a little more proactive in what I'm doing out here in New York and take advantage of things because um, if you just sit still and hope things are gonna happen for you I don't know someone's gonna build a wall around you or some right. corny shit like that but- there are a multitude of stories like this that have happened to me and whenever I tell my parents they're just like you are so persistent like at some point it's gonna happen just because like you're there in the room. When you're young and learning nothing, it should be beneath you. I feel like uh, what I've discovered is it's a, at its foundation, it is a human pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, my, I feel like my purpose has come into focus uh, over the past few years, which is that desire to free myself and to free others. Um, so at its foundation it feels like a human pursuit you know i think each person has uh, their role in the planet and um, as long as they want to continue giving back and and sort of look outside um 
you know, sort of more than inside. Like we as humans feel most joy when we're in service of others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's sort of a little bit lost, you know, in this world of selfie kind of you know, self-promotion um, world. But I think that we, everybody is realizing, you know, that, that we are happiest in service of others. We actually had uh, 10 folks from the, uh, 10 dancers from the uh, Mark Morris Dance for PD program come to the stage and perform a piece which just blew everyone away. They all needed assistance in getting to the stage. The moment the music started, it was like they had transformed into professional dancers. It was just incredible. I believe in art. You know, I have loved theater from when I was a child. It's been something that's been incredibly important to me. I've seen art that can really stimulate incredible conversation and give Mm -hmm. people different ways of looking at things. There is this thing about the power of arts that I watch everywhere I go, but I never hear talked about, she said. You know, there has not been one thing mentioned um, about the arts in one of the dem- in, in one of the debates. And now with all the sort of um, just violence and, and all that's happening around the world, we want to mm-hmm. do more conflict zone daybreaker events so that we can really unite communities together. And so we want to do one at the border of Israel and Palestine. Something like when we did Disgraced, the most exciting thing about that play was that people walked out of the theater and wanted to talk about it. And it really yeah. got people talking about what it means to be a Muslim, what it means to be a Muslim in America. So I cannot wait to get in front of this crowd of my peers, not necessarily artists and arts leaders, but the businessman, the tech exec, the um, you know, government leaders that I work with every day and say, art matters, and here's why. At the end of each of these interviews, I ask all of my interviewees mm-hmm. seven questions. Oh my gosh, I'm so, I love it. I love these speed round. Oh, I love this. All right. A movie you would not recommend to a friend. Oh boy, a movie I would not recommend to a friend. Oh God. Human Centipede. I would not recommend that to anybody. <laughs> Yeah, are we allowed to cuss on this? Yeah, sure. Why not? Fuck that shit. Fuck that <laughs> torture porn bullshit. When's a moment you felt lost? That's deep. I gotta think about it. That's okay. That's a good question. I don't often feel lost, and I make it a point to not feel lost. To be human is to feel lost all the time, and and to recognize mm-hmm. that moment. Um, and let it move through you instead of thinking that something's wrong with you um, mm-hmm. is actually a beautiful recognition to be human. So a moment I felt lost is 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 all the time. A moment when I felt lost. You know, it's great that I that you asked that because I can reference back to the wall being built. When's a moment you felt on track? Uh, one one is when I was with my girlfriend in Paris. When I'm working on a production and it's really the collaborations going well. The birth of my first or second kid. That's a conscious expanding, universe expanding kind of experience. And so you're able to kind of stop feeling like you should be in a motivational poster on somebody's wall with you know the eagle flying or some shit like that. And you actually can look at the bigger picture of your life and family. I feel most in flow um, when we when I'm at an event, actually, when I'm at a mm-hmm. Daybreaker event, and I just sit back. I, I often do this. I'll just either sit, you know, sit, just go to the middle of the dance floor, so close my eyes, soak in the energy, um, and just, um, you know, recognize this moment in time where we're all together in community, mm-hmm. um, you know, dancing. All right. That's it for us today. 
Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Justin. All Thanks, right. Justin. Thanks, Justin. Thank you, Justin. All right, Justin, that's a wrap. Take great. Thanks, Justin. Take great.